This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge, where we cast our final opinions on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Use promo code PNF20 to save 20% off your jig order. Welcome everybody to the final cast. I'm your host, Josh. And I'm Brad. And today we are going to talk about nothing in particular except me and Brad's fishing year. And we're going to kind of review what our ups and downs were. So... Um, also, we plan on doing a s- small giveaway at the end of the episode, so please uh, stay tuned, and towards the end of the episode, we'll uh, go over the details in that. And uh, Brad, how you doing today, buddy? Good. This yeah. is a little weird, dude. We're in the same room doing the podcast. I know. It's a little bit different, but Brad and I wanted to try something out. Um, i am kind of been tired of dealing with my uh, crappy audio and stuff because I've been doing mine through my phone. Um, it's not too bad, but... It could be improved, obviously, and so right now I'm working on building a computer and try to get that kind of stuff updated so we can kind of bring the quality together. Brad's was a lot better than what mine was, so uh, Brad and I happen to live literally five minutes away from each other. We live on almost on the same street, just it's a busier street, but uh, it literally took me three minutes to get down to here, so we figured we'd give this a shot. We're going to try recording with a different app and see how it sounds for you guys. Um, it might be something we might kind of continue to do here and there. It'd be kind of something different. So, um, But Brad, you want to kind of start out this year. We're going to talk about our kind of ups and downs, like I said before, about our year um, this past season. Uh, Brad and I both had some some really cool times, and some of them were actually together also. Yeah, and uh, also we both had some down stuff, you know, some stuff that we realized about kayak fishing in general, and 
um, some of the people and some of the companies and things like that. So, Brad, you want to start us off? How about we start with, um, let's start with what were your favorite moments this year? My favorite moment is obviously that first tournament win Yeah. Uh, at Cowan Lake. I don't think I've talked about that much other than on uh, the main show. I can't remember, though. I think you guys talked about it a little bit when we first started doing Well, I hadn't even come on yet, and that was on the reel down. I think uh, Johnny talked to you a little bit about it. But yeah. we always kind of, you guys always kind of toyed around and kind of joked around about it and stuff. But um, yeah, Brad took a win at Cowan Lake, his lake that he hates the most. <laughs> That's what he always says, but he always kills it there. It's hilarious. Man, before this year, like. I, I never did that well, so it's kind of weird that I actually won a tournament. And then I was in the running for the one at the 4th of July, and I ended up losing two fish off the – or one off the donkey leash, and then another one just completely snapped my line. Yeah. So, And that was my fault for trying to boat flip it. I didn't have a net. Yeah, in that tournament, man, you everybody seemed to be doing this, but you really excelled in that first, like, hour and a half to two hours that tournament, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, because I, I got – uh, two 18s and a 16 within like the first 30 minutes, I think. Yeah. I think I had I had four fish within like the first hour. That's crazy. So I could not get a limit though after, it, you know, after it started getting real hot because it was 90 degrees that day. Well, yeah. Hotter than that actually. Yeah, that was about. It was a it was a rough weekend, but that was the <laughs> that was the weekend we did the paddle and fin meet up in Ohio. Yeah. And uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, we got to meet a lot of people and. Uh, so yeah that was one of the top times this year that was a fun fun weekend yeah what else uh let's see that that win uh paddle and fin meetup of course being added to the paddle and fin crew around my birthday actually that was pretty cool and then uh loveland canoe and kayak of course being added to their fishing team and then you were added shortly after that i believe yeah because that was may when i was added yeah i think i was the following month that um i reached out to jason seeing if he had you know any more openings available oh that's right yeah so you you had said that they did and I think you guys were kind of looking for some more bonafide guys, but uh, I told Ricketts, I was like, man, I already have a boat. You know, I don't yeah. need to, to get another boat, but I'd be more than happy because I dealt with Mark four or five years ago yeah. and had nothing but good things to say about him. And, um, you know, and I kind of wanted to get into the game of kind of promoting, you know, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun this year so far. Um, you know, it's had its ups and downs. Obviously, we've gone through, through a lot of growing pans pains as a like a as the team itself yeah um but you know we learned a lot and what was really cool is if i remember correctly i think mark or jason told me that they set a record for the most boats they had sold this year so that was pretty cool and you know it's kind of testament to the the work that we've been putting in you know yeah but um yeah so that was that i'd have to agree that's that was one of my highlights this year too was getting added to the loveland team and you know, uh, hopefully we can continue to grow the company forum and get it bigger and bigger. You know, um, yeah. I think it's going to keep getting that way, man. As we sit back and watch the sport itself, it's just exploding, you know, and it's cool because, I mean, you think about it, it's it's an easy way to get out there on the water, you know, to get off the bank and get out there as getting a kayak, whether it's uh, an expensive or expensive one. You know, everybody starts somewhere, but, you know, I've I've learned a lot. Uh, from kayak fishing in general, just 
especially this year when it came to lake fishing you know yeah so yeah lake, lake fishing is a little bit tougher i used to like fish lakes uh more than i do rivers but like it's like complete opposite now so i don't i don't know what the deal is yeah because you fished for <clears throat> quite some time before you actually got in a kayak right with your dad oh yeah me i grew up fishing with my dad we fish like ponds and he'd take me out on the boat yeah caesar creek and stuff like that but i mean we i think we went to Cowan lake a few times so that's why i'm not really like that big on that lake i just got tired of it i guess yeah, and there's a lot of traffic. <laughs> yeah, especially when they decide to do their little uh, sailboat regatta. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, if you're in a Cincinnati area and you've never fished Cowan Lake in a kayak during the sailboat uh, racing, <laughs> you you're missing Dude. out on a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of craziness. Dude, the la- I think oh, what day was that? The one me and Chris Anderson I think was on a. A team. I can't remember what tournament that, that was. was the no, Virginia. it was the uh, public waters tournament. Me and him just met up there and fished yeah. together for Cincinnati kayak fishing. And uh, somehow, I guess the wind pushed us away, away from the bank and in the uh, middle of the uh, lake. And all those sailboats were out there. Well, I thought I was going to get hit a few times by one of those things. Yeah, man. They, uh, that was crazy. They don't mess around out there. It's And it's kind of funny to actually just try to watch it because... You have no, I don't know that they know where they're going half the time, and then you don't know where they're going half the time. And it kind of makes for some uh, little bit sketch, sketchy situations. I mean, it's not like super awkward, dangerous, but you know, if you're not paying attention, they're not paying attention. Yeah, there's some potential for that, uh, for some yeah. <laughs> angry sailboat love. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I just watching those sailboats, though, it's just like. You know how they rock so far when they're turning that thing? Yeah. I, I was for sure somebody was going to flip one of those while I was paddling right through there. It was <laughs> it was crazy. Um, yeah, Cowan Lake, I struggled there uh, this year. I uh, I had I think I had one decent day, and that was actually a day that I went by myself. You you went live on that day. Yeah. I remember that. I didn't do good at that time. I had done better like when I first started, yeah. and I decided to kind of move around, and I just kind of went live as I went down the bank towards the other end of the lake. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's something I need to work on is some lake fishing, man. Um, I'd like to get out there, and I want to just pick one and just concentrate on it, and I think I might pick one of the bit worst ones possible in our area. Lake? Yeah. What lake's that? Probably Caesars Creek. Oh, geez. Yeah. So Caesars Creek is not known for its yeah. spectacular bass fishing at all. But. Crappie and musky. Yeah. More than anything. Yeah. And, but that's the thing is I'm thinking about possibly trying to buy some musky gear. And yeah. And get a shot out there. That'd be sweet. So just maybe a couple, a rod or two and just kind of get out there when, you know, that's actually probably, isn't it supposed to be like when it gets starts to get cold like this is one of the best times to musky fish, so. I thought like water temperature around fifty five was the best time oh, yeah. to fish for. Right. I'm not, I'm not a big musky guy. I have no idea though. Yeah. That's probably just what I've we'll heard. Have to talk to Duke about it. Yeah, I'd love to get into him. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun in a kayak. So the only musky I ever caught was in a kayak yeah. on Caesar Creek in a little tiny cove that was like four feet deep. Really? Yeah. So that Very was cool. that was cool. How long ago was that? Two, two or three years ago, I don't remember exactly. Yeah. I was with uh, Justin and uh, Zeb, I think. I don't know if you ever met Zeb. I've never met him, but I remember from OGF and stuff. Yeah, I don't uh, think he fishes anymore though, so it's whatever. Um, 
So you got you got your tournament win. You got you know us doing the podcast, which is, that's one of my highlights too, man. Is you know getting asked by Brian to join on and do uh, an episode, which I I started out on the final cast. You you yeah. moved around, yeah. But um, you know it's been a lot of fun, and <clears throat> it's actually opened up you know a lot of new friends like a lot of networking and stuff it's been really cool um you know just like this past weekend when we went and did the turkey bowl man i met a lot of cool people over the weekend and it was uh duke and Susie and dusty from catch uh we all stayed with they stayed with us it was me and brian and brock um and we had a house uh just just north of the lake about 20 or 25 minutes man and Every night, man, we stayed up super, super late, just BSing, and everybody's dragging butt. The next Cook. day for the tournament, or in, even pre-fishing stuff, we, I mean, uh, Dusty and and Duke talked a lot the night before. So, um, but I mean, it was a, it was a good time, man. I I skunked big time in that tournament, and a lot of people actually did too. And uh, it was kind of cool. Duke and Dusty and Susie came in second place and killed it. And uh, but. Um, it was uh it was a it was a, a good time. It was kind of actually probably the first obviously it wasn't like a major tournament, like a KBF tournament. Yeah. There was a lot of tournament with some big names there that I hadn't met before. Yeah. And you know, I met a lot of cool guys doing that. Um so something I'd like to keep doing next year. But um Dude that Indiana kayak scene, man, there's a bunch of good sticks out that way. Yeah, there is. There's a bunch of super nice people too, man. Like yeah. I met Jim Strunk. He was super cool, super nice guy, and um, quite a few other people. That's the first time I met Dusty. You know, yeah, really nice guy. I'm a so. Dusty fan, man. <laughs> so. <laughs> that dude's a beast. And that's the first time I got to meet Susie. And we've been doing this pod. You know, we were all doing the podcast, and we all talk. You know, through Messenger and stuff. And it was nice to meet Susie finally. And um, you know, so, but um, you know, so you got your, you know, you did a podcast, Loveland. Um, your win. What else you got? What else was a highlight? Uh, I, I'd say my a note like my final highlight would be competing in the KBF monthly challenges. I I did pretty well in those. I, I think I got a couple top ten finishes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was just I was just glad to finally get into it and see how I'd stack up against other people in in the state of Ohio. So, yeah, you know what's impressive about that too is that you did a lot of that in the rivers. Yeah, <laughs> like that's hard to do, man. Do you place high? Because I mean, I had what um, I had the chance. I could have probably been in a top three of one of them if I wouldn't have lost that the picture or lost the picture of that twenty and yeah. lost the eighteen and a half off the side of the boat. And and then I had a, a day that I actually went out fishing and lost like three really nice smallmouth to like break offs and. And it was literally back to back to back that it happened. You would have had like <coughs> 95 inches that month. Something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. It wasn't for the win because I, uh, I think Wayne was in it that. Yeah. And he hit 100 something. And or so, maybe that was Jacob Ice because he hit like He did too. Like I think Man. both of them. And they, I think they were in the top. So That's crazy. I would have been close, but yeah. it was no big deal. I there was like 40 guys in that tournament though. Yeah. yeah. So the top four got top in. Four. It's hard to say. There was a lot, like, if I would have been able to score the fish when I did, I would have been in the lead. Yeah. But after seeing the numbers that got put up, I don't think I would have been able to call that many fish to kind of get up there. But it's just, 
kind of my days are hit or miss when I can get out. But heck, but, you had like a, a seventeen or eighteen inch average that month. Yeah, I think it was a uh, it was a good time. But that was the thing that kind of realized that you know sometimes I overreact when I'm out there. Like I got really <laughs> mad a few times, and I was like, oh man, like you know. And this isn't a knock against tournament fishing or anybody that does it. It's just um, sometimes. Uh, I let my emotions get the best of me. So, you know, it's uh, something I had to learn to kind of work on and it's something I hope to work on next year. I'd like to do some more tournaments, like maybe the local ones. Yeah. You know, and uh, try to get out there and not take it so serious. Like, this is the first year I did it. So I kind of didn't know what to expect. And when things didn't go my way, you know, I kind of was a baby about it. But. <laughs> whatever you like to give me a hard time about i know me getting snagged and start getting mad and all no, that we crap. all do it <laughs> you just needed somebody there to level you out man you know like and then you got like you guys say something like start laughing at me and i get even more mad <laughs> i'm like i'm about to throw well, my that's, rod all right that's when you're supposed to laugh though. that's when you're like yeah this isn't that serious yeah you know? it's serious for me no i know i'm just joking but um it is a little bit <laughs> like but um so you got that you got yeah you did really well overall man you had a great first year doing tournaments i oh another uh top moment for me i caught a pb smallmouth this year did you 19 and a half yeah i actually twice was it in the same day or was it week to back to back weeks back uh, back to back weeks because our dill hollow trip that's another uh good time we had this year yeah uh yeah, I was I was fishing with Justin, uh, fishing a main lake point thirteen feet deep with a TRD and caught an eighteen and a half inch smallmouth, and then come home the next weekend later. I go out to the spot where Justin caught his twenty inch the same day, just later on in the day, and I caught that nineteen and a half just upstream where he caught that twenty. Yeah, so that that was another good highlight this year. That was awesome. Heck yeah, man, that's awesome. Um... I uh I caught my personal best uh, smallie too. It was a twenty on the dot. It was actually with Brad and um, Justin and Chris. Yeah, and Justin and Chris were both there. They were w- quite a ways downstream from us, but Brad and I had been uh, leapfrogging each other all the way down the uh, the uh, river that day, and um, we had been on a pattern for a decent amount of time during the spring where we were fishing like uh, weed lines and little gaps in the weeds that were on the bank because the, the river was so high and muddy at the time. And um, so we were catching fish really close together. And uh, we, I think I'd come up beside Brad and we were just BSing and we were talking <laughs> literally. And I just threw my lure over next to this giant rock that it was like man-made rocks that they dump on the edge of the, the bank line to keep the ro- erosion down. But and hooked into what I thought was a big pike at the time. Because the instant that it happened, my boat instantly turned away from... Like, I was t- pointing towards Brad, <laughs> and it turned towards the bank and started pulling me that direction. It ended up being a, a giant smallie, and um, pretty awesome. It was a really cool experience. I My previous actually was just shy of 20 before, so I Jeez. think I caught one. It was 19 and 15, 16, so that was waiting. Um 19 and 15 16s. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got we got seriously like detailed with that one, man. That's funny. Oh, but it was funny cuz I was I had posted that on OGF. Uh, him and I were on the forum uh for Ohio game fishing a few years back. It's kind of lost its luster now, but 
I had posted that on there and everybody was like, dude, that's a 20 in my book. Cause it was yeah. literally just shy of the 20 mark. Dang. That's why I say 15. If you would have pinched, pinched the tail, like Greg Blanchard does, it probably would have hit. 20. Oh, I tried. I tried. Everything. Really. <laughs> it, you ever, you ever watch Greg Blanchard's videos? He'll, he'll put his fang, two fingers just right above the tail. Yeah. And it pinches it just a little bit to give you like that extra quarter inch. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. No, but. not at all. But, uh, so that was a big highlight of mine. Um, cause I've been chasing that, you know, a fish of that size for a while. And, you know, 20 inch smallmouth are, I almost don't want to say hard to come by, but they are. Cause I mean, I mean, well, in, in the rivers in Ohio, they are, yeah, they are. But the thing is, is what's kind of nice that we've been seeing in the trend in our river systems this year is that they're getting healthier. They um, are. They're fat. And so our fish are getting bigger and there seems to be more, you know, more of them. Not, I'm not saying like the numbers are, you know, increased like a lot. Like Ohio fishing is tough in general just because there's so much pressure here. And, um, you know, even on our rivers, like there's a lot, a lot of pressure. And yeah. Even in our area, we have tons of canoe and kayak libraries everywhere. So that kind of messes with the fishing, not to the point where it's doing anything to fish. It just spooks them a lot because yeah. you get a lot of drunk people out on the rivers going up and down them, you know, raising so, hell. So that just reminded me of something I've always thought about, but I've never really talked about it. You, you notice on the Great Miami River from the adventures all the way down to like, I, I haven't been down past Hamilton, but down to Hamilton. Cause that's as far as I've been. There's no canoe livery in between there yeah. at all. Yeah. And I wonder why. Um, I mean, I know, I know it's more urban setting going yeah, through there, but what it is. it's, it's just crazy. I know like Miamisburg and Franklin area before Middletown, uh, that, that stuff's a little bit more scenic. The, the river's wider, but... Yeah, it's it's a little bit. But then you hit Franklin, and then you got the houses everywhere. And yeah. then from then on, like, you know, you start to hit Middletown, and it that's where the river starts to widen back out again, kind of yeah. like how it is down through Dayton. So it loses a lot of features. Like, there's not a lot of... Um, tr there's not a lot of tree growth. Yeah. So... Um, you know, it's just not as, it's, I mean, if you look little Miami compared to great Miami, it's little Miami is a hundred times more scenic and beautiful down there. So, but the fishing's better on the little Miami. Don't fish the great Miami guys. Yeah. Actually go fish the Stillwater. Yeah. Do that. <laughs> but uh, I say that dude, I get, there's big fish down there too. Sometimes they're just, I believe it. But, um, so, you know, I think, uh, that was, that was a big highlight of mine this year, but I think one of the other things that kind of came to mind was just the amount of stuff that I learned this year overall. I had a lot of bad days on the water, especially when it hits summertime and I decided to start fishing lakes. And it's just because I don't really know what I'm doing out there yet. I just don't either. Yet, you know, and but what really kind of helped is helping bridge that gap for me is the use of my... Uh, my sonar um especially since i have side view um it took me a while to kind of last i had it last year but it took me a while to kind of figure out all my settings to be kayak friendly um i was marking fish last year a lot that weren't the size that um they were you mm -hmm. know and what i learned was my ping rates were way too high um and things like that so i was taking too many sonar shots basically of 
whatever I was going over. And it, what made it bad too is it was distorting any type of structure that I would see. If you think about it, it's taking a lot of pictures of the same thing, but I'm only moving so fast. So yeah. everything would be, in a sense, blurred of what it actually was. And at Kaiser this year, I got it dialed in finally, and that was awesome. Hmm. And because uh, I was able to finally really make out that roadbed, yeah, and that's what it was. I want to get back up. And there. I inte- can't tell you how many times I've been over that stupid thing and had no idea what it was. It was just a blob <laughs> of crap. Like I'm like, that looks like vegetation. It wasn't vegetation whatsoever. But that's funny. Um, but yeah, so you know, and I, you know, being on the podcast for sure. I met Brian and Jay and Jason this year, and you know, and Ryan and Susie, and it's just we've all had a good time, man. It's been you know. It's been really cool. Like getting down to Dale Hollow for it was really like that was that was a lot of fun. You know, I never fished anything like that. Nothing. Yeah. And it was really cool to go out there and I made it a mission. I was like, I saw you guys catching largemouth in the weeds like crazy. I'm like, I'm getting out of the marina. I need to go. I need to go where these ledges are that are, are so infamous, yeah. you know. <laughs> and um, you know, it was it was it was cool, man. It was it was cool figuring out fish. I found some really big schools, uh, for not really big ones, but really nice schools of fish, and caught one out of it. it wasn't a big fish, but um, you know, it, it was just it was definitely a learning experience. I learned more this year, probably fishing in general, than I had before. Yeah, um, any other time. So, yeah, when, when you surround yourself with people who know how to fish better than you do, man, it definitely helps. It does. It does for sure. You know, not and, saying that I'm better or anything. I'm I'm just talking about like being around Brian and Jay and everybody. Oh, but I mean, dude, I learned stuff from you this year. I learned stuff. I mean, I learned stuff from everybody, whether they're better or worse than I am. And it doesn't. You know what I mean? There's everybody brings something to the table. You know, there's you can't stand. I can't stand know it alls. You know, I can't yeah. stand trying to talk to somebody and they just like, oh yeah, I already know that. Or, you know, you're like, I'm just trying to have a discussion with you. But, yeah, you know, um, it was like, you know, we're all doing this for the fun of it, really, in the long run. It's a hobby of ours, you know, whether you do it competitively or not. Yeah. You know, um, there's nothing wrong with taking it serious, but stay humble. Yeah. Don't be that guy who knows everything, you know, kind of thing. There, you there can't is... be approachable. Cause oh, then, yeah. then, then the sport, when you get too many people like that, that's when the sport goes downhill, in my opinion. Yep. You know, because I've met some people like that this year, too. That was, that's probably one of the cons. Is some of the people that are little, there's a big difference, in my opinion, of being confident and being cocky. Yeah. You know, and when you get people that are cocky, that turns people away from the sport, you know. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you don't have to talk to people like that. You don't have to socialize with people like that. But sometimes you pass cross, you know, mm-hmm. over and over again. And, um, you know, it's just, it's uh, like that just in life in general. It doesn't have to be fishing. That It's a big turnoff for anybody. So, <laughs> definitely. Uh, there is one thing I did learn at Dale Hollow. You know what that is? What is that? That is to not forget the cheese. Yeah, don't forget the cheese. When you're around Ryan Milford. No, don't forget the cheese. Because, I mean. He will kill you. Well, he'll buy the cheese first. But then he might murder you. I just wanted to throw that in I there. I know. You can't funny. help it. Like, every time. The guy can't stand me right now. <laughs> no. I love you, Ryan. Um, but, uh, yeah. So. But, uh, you know, that trip was a lot of fun. Um, I. Uh, 
I hadn't really visited Tennessee. I'd been to Tennessee before, but never spent time like on the water there. And yeah. it's like one of my new favorite states. So oh, man. Um, I'm excited to try to get back there next year. And Douglas Lake or uh, Cherokee Lake again? I don't know if we'll go there again. I mean, it, I've we can take that, our that guys' place, trip there next year. Yeah, that place fish is good for smallmouth. So, um, Ooh. it's uh, and they got striper, and I kind of know where to go now that we went on that. Heck yeah, service. let's go Cherokee Lake next year, guys. Yeah. Book it. <laughs> striper never, fishing's hard if you uh, haven't done it before. Like I give big props to Rob Orr and Kurt Smiths and those guys doing it. Man, that is a tough fish to chase. Like, and they do it in kayaks, man. Yeah. Those fish are fast. Yeah, they're there and gone, man. It's crazy. And we were fishing with live bait, you know, on that guide service. And uh, it's it's crazy. Like, you got to get it there. They're there. There'll be a school of 10 of them. And then, boom. I mean, obviously, they'll probably travel in bigger bigger schools than that. But that's what we were seeing that day. And it's been funny, though, because we went and we barely caught. We maybe caught, like, three fish that day. Yeah. And... Like that striper guide service, like man, it's normally not like this, and <laughs> you know he's like, I'll give you a credit next time you guys come back, you know. And we're like, cool, cool, and and then the next like following day, because him and I became friends on Facebook, yeah. he's posting all these crazy like hybrids and <laughs> Your stripers. Wife a nice one, man. Yeah, she did, man. She always does that. Every time I've taken her fishing, she'll catch the best fish out of everybody. That's cool. She can't stand fishing. I mean, she can, <laughs> she's all right with it, but she's not going to get into it as a hobby. I, yeah. She might have to if she wants to see her boys because I have two little boys. And uh, once they grow up and if they like fishing and stuff as much as I do, she'll have a hard time spending time with us. <laughs> I'm, su- I'm sure they will. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, so what, what is, what's something that kind of disappointed you this year? Or not dis- disappointed, but kind of bothered you or some cons? Uh, I don't know the pro, the pro staff stuff. I, I I found it's not my thing. Yeah, I, I being part of a kayak team is different. Uh, the pro staff I'm thinking of is like the discount code one. Yeah, the discount codes and stuff like that. I, I don't know, man. Like I, I had some big like idea of like being something different than what it is. I don't know what I was thinking exactly, but you know, I, I was new to it. Yeah. But I don't know exactly. It's just, it's weird. I don't like, I didn't like pushing for something that I never even used. Right. Right. Even though they, I did, I did win a rod through a pro staff and then I've been using it all year, but I don't know. It's my least favorite rod. Yeah. So I, I don't really like to promote that company if I'm not using their products. Right. So I, I'm kind of like saving my, uh, like I guess I'm I'm trying to save all that stuff that I want to like promote for brands that I actually believe in. Right. Like I'm on the Yak Attack team now because of because I'm on Team Bonafide and that has been. Like an awesome deal. Yeah. I I can't I can't express that enough to Yak Attack Pro Staff. It, it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, I just placed an order actually yesterday, and I'm waiting on four items. Well, yeah, man. I mean, it's the most popular, you know, kayak accessories, you know, out there. I mean, yeah. No quality product yeah. too. But um. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean, man. Like uh, that's why kind of why I didn't chase it. You know, you you offered. Uh, 
to get me on a couple of them that you were on originally and um it just kind of didn't go with it because i i would have had a lot of trouble sitting there creating posts on something that i don't i don't use yeah. like you know that i've never used like how do you how do you sit back and talk about some products that you've never ever used you know um i mean obviously you could get the product buy it you know get your discount use it but what if it turns out that i can't stand it yeah you know and it's like yeah I, I personally i wouldn't want somebody to be out there blowing smoke at me saying hey this stuff's great and i go out and be <laughs> like it's horrible and then be yeah. like then they're like yeah it is horrible sorry yeah. but you know i, I wouldn't want to false advertise stuff to be you know something that it's not yeah so you know we're always going to come across bad products or whatever you know um so that's just a part of the game that's just life in general you think about it you all buy you can't really buy much of anything anymore and say it's like great great quality yeah you know um everything needs to be replaced it wouldn't be business if you know you bought it once and it lasted a lifetime so um but yeah it's the pro staff thing you know, we get, I think there's a time and a place for it. Yeah. Um, I think that the market is saturated with it, that they'll just give pro staffs to anybody. Yeah. And that's where it's really annoying, especially for guys who fish tournaments. I mean, I've, we've heard Kurt talk about it. Uh, I've heard Duke talk about it, you know, like, you know, where you get the, these guys that fish these tournaments, they fish seriously. They're basically doing it professionally. And... You know they could use more money to do what it is that they do yeah but on the flip side though is that if you're only reserving that kind of money and stuff and those opportunities to those guys then the sport can struggle and growth in my opinion mm-hmm. and that's just because you may be missing opportunities to the unknowns at that point yeah you know what i mean like and not only that but unknown talent in the game of marketing whether it's photography or you know just social media uh, marketing and it's you know photography anything any you think about it like any of that stuff you you may get somebody who may not to be the best fisherman but man they go out there and they kill it some other way you know that's that's kind of where I, I'm not. I'll be the first to admit I am not a top-notch angler. I am decent sometimes, especially when it comes to the <laughs> rivers. But you know, at the same time, though, I have a passion for this, and that's where I kind of think that you can where like the pro staff discount thing helps because yeah. it helps cheapen this cheapen things up for them, so you can save some money, get out there. And you never know. You can find a next marketing genius, you know, yeah. and they just happen to be a subpar fisherman. Who cares? You know what I mean? But yeah. they can sell they can sell used tires off your car, you know. I know. So, so, so a lot of people use it as like a, a status type thing, like yeah. pro staff. Yeah. So they can put it on their Facebook, you know? Yeah. That's not what it is. You know, I, I that's that's how I've thought about it when I first started. That that's not what it is at yeah. all. Yeah, we've had the pro staff discussion. You know, the word pro, people think professional, but it's promotional. We all yeah. know it now. And, you know, but like, if, but that's the thing, dude. If, if somebody wants to put it up there like that, who cares? More power to them, you know? It's, yeah. It is what it is, you know? And it's, it's cool. There's, there's benefits to it and then there's disadvantages to it. And, 
you know, I, I think it's going to be around for a while. Um, like I said, hopefully some of these companies, once maybe, once maybe they get bigger, they'll back off of it some. Yeah. They just don't have, you know, have like hundreds and hundreds of people on a pro staff and it gives you the yeah, I knew, 20% like, discount. Like Wu Tungsten, they have like thousands on their pro staff. Yeah. So I'm like... Yeah, and it's just it's basically just flooding flooding social media with that stuff, you know, and yeah. But you know, I mean, when you come to think about it, dude, it's genius. It's like yeah, because a lot of their a lot of their uh, profits are coming from their pro staff. These pro staffs, the pro staff guys, are buying all the baits, right, right, and then promoting them. Yeah, so they're making money either way. So, but um, you know. So that's Subcon. You got another one? Anything else, really? For the year? Yeah. Uh, I will say this because I'm still kicking myself for it. Uh, that that weekend we got back from uh, Dale Hollow. Yeah. Uh, forgot to sign up for the KBF monthly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I ended up with 89 inches. The guy who won it for Ohio had like 87, I think. Oh, really? So yeah, I could have qualified the, if I would have. Was remembered. it 30 that that month? No, there was like thirteen actually, but thirteen oh, people. Okay, in the tournament. Yeah, I thought that you had to have thirty for them to give away any. No, I I always thought the first place guy got in no matter what, oh. and then thirty. If you have thirty or you. over, it's then you get then top three. Gets it, the, yeah, and it starts at that ten percent rule. Yeah, I got you. But I'm still kicking myself over that. It's whatever. But hey, we're gonna go down there. We are. I yeah. Uh, I dude. You know what? I just found out that Justin got yeah, qualified. Yeah, yeah. I just congratulated him on Facebook. So, so Justin Marshall, huge shout out, dude. Con- congrats, you know, dude. Yeah, that's sweet. That's really cool, man. So uh, maybe we'll all make a road trip and we'll just sit there and follow behind you and catch yeah. your fish before you do. <laughs> dude, it, I, <laughs> I keep telling him, I'm like, dude, you need to go down there because Gunnersville is a weedy lake. I keep hearing. Is it? Yeah. Oh, he that's loves him. fishing the weeds. Yeah, he does. So. And he's got this. I don't know Secret what it, weapon. Dude, yeah, what is it? You two have this thing down. I guess it's fishing that crappy lake up north. It's li- not a it's, crappy lake. I like it. I know. I'm just kidding. Kaiser Lake. It's literally a weed bowl. Like, not this thing anymore. was so bad that 50% of the lake was one giant floating. Remember the weed mat in the yeah. middle of the lake that moved around? Yeah. That's annoying. But, but dude, I've seen I've I've seen giant bass in there, like seven or eight pound bass that die in that in that area. Like that's crazy. I believe there's some huge ones in there. I've caught some huge hybrids there. When we found we found one, uh, I think it was a five or six pound bass, and it died trying to eat like a one and a half pound bass. It was, Are you serious? Yeah, literally the one and a half pound. It was hanging out of his mouth. Holy crap. Right there in that weed mat, dude. That's my buddy crazy. Nate and his friend found it, and they're like, dude, come over and check this out. It was like, yeah, my, my PB uh, largemouth came off that lake. Did it? 21 inches. Really? <laughs> nice. Those are a little hard to find, though, aren't they? Yeah, it was like four four or five years ago when that happened, though. Yeah. So that lake's a lot different now than it was five years ago. Yeah. But they, they took all the weeds out, uh, where they dredged it and all that stuff So yeah. this year. I'm going to go back next year just to see what it's like. It would be really cool that they could try to do there is add some rock, some more rock. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know how you would do that, but, like, I mean, because you can only take so much of that. It's way so much, you know. Yeah, there's there's rock down by the dam. 
Yeah, but, but that's about it. Like, yeah, some that little point. island, whatever that thing is, the peninsula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll find there. little streaks of them, like you know, like about thirty to forty yards off the banks. But they're like literally, they feel like like a pathway, like a hiking trail wide. Yeah, and you'll come across them, and and it's crazy because those bass will sit right on those things too, man. Like I remember one day we we caught like twenty fish right there. You know where the the sand little bar is, but on the opposite side away from the beach and everything, right? And yeah. like if you go, you kind of start there and kind of work your way towards the middle of the lake. There's like this little strip of uh, gravel or rocks. It's not like anything of size, but they'll sit like right there sometimes too. But, wow. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I I guess. Hey, what, well, you, go are ahead. you gonna go do another con here? Is that what you're about to do? Maybe. I, I was know, about I'm to ask you that. What's another con? Oh, let me think. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think just maybe some of the, the people with, you know, they're kind of cocky in the industry about it. But like I said, there's a big difference in confidence and cockiness, you know. Yeah. Confidence stays inside. When you start spelling that out at people, you know, that's where it's like, you know, there's no need for that stuff, you know. People yeah. know you're a good angler, you know. You don't have to really extrude it out at everybody yeah. all the time. You know I, what I mean? I like, agree. It's like, cause that's just, you know, like we're all trying to learn, you know, and if you make yourself unapproachable, then you're doing the sport of disservice in my opinion. So, yeah. But, um, other than that, I had a whole lot of fun. It's been a great year and I'm really excited to see what happens next year, especially with the podcast, man. Oh There's yeah, dude. Cool it's, it's getting, up. it's getting bigger and bigger as, as the weeks go by. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But uh, I think we got a lot of big plans for the podcast and the group. Everybody's we're going to start um, try to do some more meetups. And uh, everybody say hi to Brad's wife. Hi, Brad's wife. Hi. This is She's, going on YouTube. I'm behind. You couldn't sneak in if you tried. <laughs> She's over there trying yeah. to unlock the door for 30 seconds. You got to love these. Uh, you got to love these random. Uh, disruptions in yeah. podcasts. <laughs> it's usually my, your brother. Though. I know. My brother always does it. <laughs> I'm surprised he has, he's, his brother is taking a shower after work. I'm surprised he hasn't walked out of here in a towel yet. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah. man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to be super cool. I, I'm really excited to see what we come up with content wise. We're going to start getting a lot more video. Yep. I got another video for next weekend already. Did you? Yeah. I'm going to just you, tell you, you guys, the rack net video was <laughs> awesome. Did you see my, uh, not a not video yeah. I made. Yeah. Yeah. Did you I, I shoot gotta... that with your phone? Yes. Did you? Yes. Did you how'd you keep it stationary? Did you... We have a tripod. Okay. I thought maybe tight tight like taped it to your forehead. Oh no, no. Super still. See, I, I was no? behind the tripod like this and I was sitting here trying to tie the knot. It, <laughs> it is not easy. So, like you've seen me like trying to wrap the fluorocarbon with my braid five times and it yeah. took me a little longer. That's because I was sitting here going so did you see that reach. uh dusty tagged me on that and said josh elder yeah i was gonna ask you about that so what the is- first night that we all got there dusty decides to try to tie some leaders and he literally tried to tie the same leader six six or seven times maybe and it broke every time he clenched it down he just snap he just shake his head and duke's like dude i'll i'll pull up a video for you man we'll do this right <laughs> and he's like no i'm gonna get this and like literally he'd be like tie it 
tired. And we were all talking and BS at the same time. So, yeah. you know, he's taking his eyes off of it and, and it snapped. <laughs> it's just, and then literally that same weekend you, That's you funny. submit that video. He was That's like, perfect. But um, he liked my comics. I was like, what, what's, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> That's funny. So see, even the pros have, uh, have difficulties at yeah. times. Yes, they do. I mean, that's why I don't tie them, man. I, 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 I've had the same leader on one rod, this rod for this whole year. Really? Yeah. I, luck, I don't know. I broke it once, and I luckily I'd made it like four feet long, so it's down to like two and a half feet long. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's not something I enjoy trying to do. I don't know if my hands are just too shaky, but I, it took me 20 minutes to do it. So. Dang. What, what knot do you use? I think I did FG knot. That not that not's hard. I don't like using yeah. it. So a lot of people use it though. It's it's a nice clean knot if you can do it right, um, but it takes a lot of practice. I think. Yep, that's why I go with the Alberto. That I can tie that thing on the kayak in like two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, if you you guys haven't seen that video, uh, head over to our YouTube. Uh, it's on our YouTube channel. And, yep. uh, and did you put yeah. the Arachnet video on YouTube? No. Oh, please do. <laughs> please do. Where are you going? Don't put that one on. <laughs> My wife just said don't put that video on YouTube. That means you have to. Did you share it on Paddle and Finn? No, I didn't. It's on my personal page. All right. <laughs> no, I, I, I might, when, when I do a review video for the Arachnid, I'll probably add that in yeah. at the end of that. Just, yeah. just for fun. Brad and I are going to be doing an Arachnid review here in the next couple of weeks. So, um uh, we're gonna Brian. get Craig Storms on, aren't we? I hope so. I Hopefully, hope, yeah. I know he's a busy guy. Yeah, he is. He is. He's he's all over the place. I mean, he's making the best lithium batteries out there. What do you expect? <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about a little bit about next season, though. All right. Uh, you you have any goals for next year? No. Um, nope. no goals. None at all. Nope. I just want to have a good time, man, to be honest yeah. with you. That's really what it is. Um, I want to fish some more tournaments. I haven't decided what direction I want to go to. Um, if the things that fall in place for paddle and fin fall in place, I will probably do some random tournaments here and there. I'm not going to yeah. do a trail. I don't think I would have the vacation time. Um, so... Uh, who knows? You know, I, I may try to do, you know, I'll do some for the trip. I meant to do some more this year, but just the way uh, our fall ended up and with the, um, with everything kind of just with Dale Hollow and all that stuff, it was just, it was kind of hard, Yeah, you know, to kind of put, to get, I wanted to do the Dayton River experience and ended up not doing it. I know, me too. And uh, that one, I was kind of, I'm still kicking myself in the butt for because it's just, it's a fun tournament. I had a lot of fun when I did it last year. I did it solo last year and uh, I think I placed like eighth. That's pretty good. And I don't know, like 40 maybe people, but I think it was like a good five, maybe six people that didn't fish it. So, yeah. But, um, and that wasn't even catching really good fish. Like, it was kind of a struggle. I think uh, Sean Skidmore took the win last year. And he yeah, he's won the last two or three years. Until Justin took yeah. his title. Justin knocked him off the throne. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to what we do with Paddle and Finn. Um, 
I'd like to get out and do some more trips out of state like we did. I'd really want us to go up to Michigan. Oh, dude. So that's that's another uh, another Heck goal yeah. to do. And that's cool because we can we can do that trip and we can do it in a long weekend. We don't have to take, you know, we can even like shoot for like a holiday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, like well, a holiday weekend maybe even. That'd you know, be sweet. Drive up there after work on a Friday. Something like that. So, you know. That's just kind of it, man. I just want to keep having a good time, keep uh, representing the shop, represent uh, Paddle and Finn, you know, uh, maybe try to qualify for the national championship through either a tournament, like an M Life tournament, or, you know, yeah. do, do another, a, uh, um, uh, what is it, monthly challenge. I know a spot that is the bomb in early spring, so that might be my opportunity to try to do, do it. Do I know this spot? Nope. It's Dang it! Secret. <laughs> so you know, um, but it's uh, you know, I'll probably take you out there. You took me out to to your guys' spot, and that place, that thing is produced three twenties, almost. Yeah, there's almost. So, and I, I've caught numerous fish around nineteen inches this year. Other yeah. fish yeah, at you that did. spot. So, so yeah, that's cool. But what are your goals? Uh, I think my I'm gonna focus on trying to win a KBF monthly. Yeah. Next year, I do my I do want to get out to the Syac events. Uh, maybe one or two. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna focus on Cincinnati Trail, and probably uh, what's that other one? Crap, I can't even remember what the other one is. can't think of it off the top of my head. No, Buckeye? Or uh, yeah, actually, the Dayton Rivers. Yeah. That's another one I want to do. So, You know, I'd like to even ch- check out maybe like the Columbus Rivers one. That was one I wanted to do. But I th- didn't that one fall when we were in Dale Hollow maybe? Yeah, one of, yeah, it did. So Yeah, because I think Columbus Rivers was the weekend before that maybe. That's something I think we should try to do is if we're – we should get up to Erie. Why not? I do. I want it east and west harbor. Well, no, I'm not even a tournament. I'm saying let's go fish, smallmouth fish. It's I would do it. Take let's go get Aaron Steiger and go. Yeah, (laughs) he knows his stuff up there. Yeah, I want to go fishing with Aaron in Canada too. Really, he he did invite us. So yeah, he he invited the whole Loveland crew. He's like, you guys can come down. So uh, let's go. (laughs) But what else? Uh, I think that's it. I don't really have any like. Uh, of course, I always want to catch that 20-inch smallmouth, so I'm, yeah. I'll still be looking for that next year. So you want to go to the national championship with me? This year? Yeah. Or, we'll go down there and fish, but we'll cover. I would do that. Like, we'll go. I might not be able to get there till Friday. That's what I'm saying. Let's go Friday like night. Friday. Yeah. I could do that. Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. Where is Gunnersville? Where is that at? Uh, Alabama. Alabama. It's like seven hours away. I looked at the. Is it? Yeah. Northern Alabama? Uh, yeah, I think right. so. Not that it's not that bad. Then we meet Dustin and maybe Daniel will be there too. And Chad Hoover and Chad Hoover. Heck yeah. yeah, the whole stage. We can have our. Well, I'm not going to say anything else because that's. I don't know if it's. Yeah, it's allowed to works. be said yet. Yeah, it's in the works. <laughs> well, maybe we can just go around chasing people and like we'll learn something. <laughs> Shoot some video of yeah, people, man. That'll be cool. Put so, them on YouTube. But uh, so yeah, man. Um, Anything else? I think that's it. I'm. What do you rate your season? 
One to ten. One to ten. Real quick. Mm, Eight. Eight. A lot of fun this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. I will rate mine. Don't be Captain Bringdown. Captain Bringdown? Yeah. No, I was going to put eight or nine. All right. Good. Yeah, I had a good year. It's been it's been awesome. My my mind has been blown on multiple occasions. So yeah. it was a just lot for fun. that alone. All right. So what we we kind of have a little quick thing we want to do. Um, uh, Brad and I want to do a giveaway for this episode. So we are going to give away this? some tackle. I have, a, I have a mystery tackle box subscription, and this month it just showed up today actually all that stuff in the box did yeah it comes in like this comes in the mail like that see sweet so history tackle box i've been doing it for the past couple years um you know i really like uh i love who wouldn't love getting 40 50 60 dollars worth of stuff for the price of 26 dollars so this one i'm putting in my pocket I'm keeping. No, you can't, Brad. <laughs> so, Brad, cool. this one's cool. Here, though. you want to read off what's in here, and I will uh, show the baits. Yeah. So it says what's inside. It says the Chase Baits Bob and Frog. Bob and Frog. Eight ninety nine. So this thing's really cool. I it does look. I'm cool. almost half tempted to keep it because it's got this. There's this frog, and it's actually on the small side, which I think it would be pretty key. It looks cool. And. Um, it is supposedly has like real lifelike arms and leg action. So that's in there. Let's set that here. What is next? The Z-Man Sling Blade uh, Spinner Bait. Spinner Bait. And that's the one I want. $7.99. Brad's trying to take this. It's in a, <laughs> a sort of a light chartreuse and clear. It's kind of a really good shad color. That'd be good on the river. It's got a Colorado Willow Blade on it. It's half ounce. So what do we got next? Next one is Hyper Plastic Dart Spin, $6.99. Yeah, this is really super weird, I'll be honest with you. Um, it's like a minnow imitation with a willow leaf that's screwed into the tail. Um, I've heard this is a good way of catching fish. I want to see that. So, Oh, yeah. That's cool. Uh, I know people screw those into the end of uh, TRDs. Yeah, yeah. So I, I do want to try that next year. So, uh, what else? Next one, Great Lakes Agitator, six ninety nine. All right, this thing's pretty cool, um, especially if you are fishing somewhere that's got perch. Um, Eastwood, it is, yeah, it's uh, it's a <laughs> kind of I don't know what do you say, medium sized uh, lipless crankbait. Perch yeah, it product. looks like a normal size crankbait or uh, lipless. So I bet you this thing would kill on Erie, probably. So uh, next one we have is the Lunker Hunt Bully Blade. Yeah, we got a chatterbait, uh, chatter. <laughs> Ooh, Brad's chatterbait. No, it is like a <laughs> bradderbait, a reddish, brownish, purplish color. Um, from Lunker Hunt, I'm having trouble figuring out which way to turn this without getting the light in it. But it's all good. Um, yeah. So it's a, it looks like a nice. I haven't seen. I didn't know Lunker Hunt made uh, chatterbait. So they make a ton of stuff. Yeah, they do. And then the last one here is the Sweet Spot Tackle Shooter. Yep, this is a, kind of looks like maybe a sample pack. I can't tell how many are in here. There's not a really good label on it. And it's a really kind of low-key packaging, probably to a small company. It's maybe just getting started. I have no idea. But it is a really cool drop shot bait. It almost looks like a trip trick worm, like a small one with yeah. kind of a, like a 
You might be able to put profile that on it. Put that on a shaky head, probably. Yeah, shake or it'd have to be a small one. I bet you could even Ned rig that, and it'd be a good bait. So. Yeah. But it also comes with the uh, you know list of what's inside the Dibble newsletter thing and, a, and the stickers. So we're gonna go ahead and give this away um, the day that the uh, episode how we, airs. So how are we gonna do that? Are we just gonna post it on Facebook? Yeah, we'll post uh, we'll post it on Facebook with our show opener or the show post that we do in the mornings for Facebook. And then what we just want you to do is uh, like like the uh the post and uh and share it so if you want to make a comment cool so uh yeah if you could go ahead and comment in there just that way we can kind of track and uh what do you want comment wise just... uh tag a buddy and share the post all right there let's you go. do that all right we'll, we'll put that in the post so everybody knows yeah so we will uh we'll randomly draw it when do you want to randomly draw it that night yeah, we'll do it. Hey, yeah, we'll do it like that night, All right. nine p.m. All right, or cool. something. All right. So if you don't got your comment in by nine p.m., you're not gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Anything else you want to share? I think that's it. All right. Well, we want to just take a moment and say thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Did you know you could help support the podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash paddle, the letter N, and fin. You could also do so by going to anchor.fm forward slash paddle, the letter N, and fin. Go check out the website, guys, paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Also check out YouTube, youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You could put the Paddle and Fin logo right on your catchboard. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jig Masters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.